Welcome to Share Public Health, the Midwestern Public Health Training Center's podcast, connecting you to public health topics, issues, and colleagues throughout our country, highlighting that we all share in public health. Thank you for tuning in to the series of interviews with public health leaders as we learn about different perspectives on current and emerging public health issues. Today, Suzanne Holly from Wichita State University talks with Denise Foster, the Chief Nursing Officer for San Diego County, California, about the importance of knowing and understanding your stakeholders for bigger impact. Hi, welcome to our leadership series. My name is Suzanne Hawley and I'm with the Midwestern Public Health Training Center. Today we're going to talk a little bit about public health leadership skills from a personal perspective with a real public health leader. So thank you for joining us today and if you could just introduce yourself and tell us what got you into public health. Good afternoon. Hi, I'm Denise Foster. I'm the Chief Nursing Officer for the County of San Diego. And what brought me to public health was an interest in moving upstream and making a difference in a grander level. I had done a lot of um, time in the hospital setting and really valued the important clinical work that I had done and learning more about the social determinants of health and how important it was to address those. I felt like I could make a difference in the public health setting. Great. So what excites you about public health? What excites me about public health are all the challenges there are right now, especially for nursing. I've seen, I mean, I've been a nurse for many years, and I see that the nurse's role in understanding the basics of care delivery, the importance of doing an assessment and understanding what's happening at the individual level as well as the population mm -hmm. level is so valuable. So I'm excited to see what nursing can bring to the role of public health. I'm also very excited in how much attention is coming to public health and awareness of the importance of the things that make a difference for individuals, populations, communities, the nations, and the world. Um, climate health, for instance, um, being able to address the social determinants of health, mm -hmm. homelessness, the opioid addiction problem that we have in our country. Those are, they all sound so overwhelming as problems, but it's also what excites me in knowing that we can be in the forefront of making a difference. Great. So with that said, you know, the field of public health is changing to prepare for um, the issues of the 21st century. So what are some of the things that you think are important things in terms of some skills in managing or leading change? So I think nurses need to really um, develop their understanding of change management, those skills that come along with it, that, that's part of their foundation of being a nurse. Really, really tapping into the basic roots of the nursing process, for instance, how do you do an assessment? Collecting that data, formulating a diagnosis on a broad level of what's happening, you know, analyzing the data, being able to really determine what they want to achieve, setting goals, creating interventions, evidence-based interventions, looking at the literature, analyzing that, and then doing evaluations. So these are all the skills that nurses bring to the table. However, they're not really trained to magnify those skills on a broad level to an understanding of public health policy development and implementation. So when you think about going from the individual to the population kind of approach that a nurse or any public health professional would want to think about, I'm wondering um, in your work, how has systems thinking supported your ability to manage change and, and move public health forward? 
Yeah, so one of the um, key skills that comes from um, leadership experience and training is really understanding that political acuum. And I'm not talking about politics in the traditional sense, but really understanding who are your stakeholders. And that sometimes are the people that report to you, some of your, maybe your community, but it's also your leadership. It's really important to know what's important to them. In so your organization. In your organization, mm -hmm. in your community, in your, you know, I work in a county environment, so the government officials that govern our um, county, it's important to know what's important to them so that I can speak to those. You know, those shared values, knowing what what's important to people. You know, Sue Hassmiller spoke mm -hmm. about being able to use language that resonates with people. So knowing the language to avoid those hot buttons that get people, but also knowing what's important in terms of something that connects to the heart. <clears throat> And nurses are so good at that. And so that's one of the systems thinking thing is being able to put that together. The other thing is really understanding that when you make a change in one place, there's impact across. Mm. So you don't have to mm -hmm. make a huge, huge change to see that ripple effect across the organization or community, even nations. Um, the other part is systems um, thinking that's really important is people to understand each other's roles. So how do we complement each other? How do we reinforce each other's roles? You know, in a traditional hospital setting, those roles are pretty well defined. Nurses know what doctors do. Doctors know what nurses do for the most part. I think nurses know more about what doctors do. But in the public health setting, those roles get very blurred. And um, I loved what someone spoke up about nursing's role being defined by others. And it's time for nurses to step up and define their role. But they also have to understand how they fit into that big picture. Sure. And, you know, you, you're really talking about all these partnerships that are so critical uh, within the organization, across the community, you know, at every way of sectioning off um, and and knowing what their priorities are makes me think about, you know, how do you find those through effective and persuasive communication um, being another yeah. skill. And do you feel like there are certain types of pieces within persuasive communication that are especially important to you in terms of, you know, managing change and building these partnerships? So when someone comes to me with a proposal, so they're mm -hmm. going to ask for something, that's typically what they want, um, and usually it's in the form of resources um, or help. It really helps if they connect it to the purpose, the mission, the, um, whether it be your organization's mission, whether it be the community's mission, when they can connect to that, it becomes much more persuasive. Mm -hmm. So the persuasive discussions that we have must center on what we want to achieve. Nurses often lack that ability to do that in a real effective way. And one of the skills we can help them with is developing that sense of confidence and being able to speak to what's important in the, the outcome. So how do we speak to outcomes we want to achieve versus what we want to do? Because when we talk about asking for resources, when we talk about needing you know, money mm -hmm. or you know, funding, people want to hear what are we going to achieve with that. Not what we're going to do with it, but what, what outcomes we're going to achieve. And how do those outcomes connect with their mission, exactly. their vision, yeah. um, and what's important to them? What's going to yeah. make? What's going to resonate with them, and make them want to go to bat for you? So really, that might take a lot of listening 
and some homework yes, probably. Yes. And, to and, do that. and understanding about the importance of hearing and listening back to the, the, the important part about change is really understanding what's important to people so that you can help create that platform for them. Um, sometimes it's connecting the dots. So you can go out and ask people questions, asking a lot of questions, and then coming back to them and reflecting back and say, you know what, I've talked to a lot of people, including you, and this is some of the feedback I received. Based on that feedback, uh, it sounds like you all are really interested in creating uh, X, Y, and Z program, or in, you know, in my case with the PHN residency program, that's how I got it through, was to be able to do, go out and do um, interviews and talk to people, what's important to you? them giving me an outline, and it was pretty pretty uh, telling, and me being able to come back saying, well, here's what you've mm -hmm. asked for, and based mm -hmm. on what the evidence shows in the literature and what other people are doing, this is what I recommend. And, and people went, yeah, you heard me. So, I mean, that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, that's a great example of truly collecting or creating a collective vision yep. um, for the group, um, which is, is what we hope I think a lot of uh, professionals would do. Are there other things or skills that you think would be helpful for somebody yeah. who's trying to further this work? I do think it's gonna be really important for nursing to develop their um, understanding of the literature, how to analyze research, how to look at data and really understand what the data is telling them. So quality improvement skills are mm -hmm. gonna be really, really essential for the next um, iteration of nursing and public health. I think, um, I mean, it's kind of always part of who we are. And so, but being able to really speak that quality improvement language is so important. I heard a couple examples of that in the last couple of days where nurses collected data. They um, were able to look at that root cause analysis of the problem mm -hmm. versus uh, assuming this was the problem. They really um, were able to get at the root cause analysis and then determine an intervention that was successful. Um, we need to do more to promote those skills in every nurse, but in public health it's particularly essential. So it sounds like some of the things that you're recommending are things that can take some time, it can take some resources to do that, but you know, you're kind of moving slow to move fast. You know. Exactly. One of my sayings, move slow, oh, okay. move fast. Oh, okay. Well, there that. you yeah. go. And sometimes I end up moving faster than I thought I would because <laughs> of it. Yes, yes. I do think um, they take time and they take resources, but if schools, one of the recommendations I do have, especially in a master's level program or a doctoral level program, to ensure that all of their graduates have a pretty strong foundation in quality improvement and performance management. I think that's going to be essential. But even at the baccalaureate level, starting to introduce those concepts into how nurses approach their work is going to be ever more important. Great. So when you think about uh, just the broad public health workforce, um, what advice might you give somebody who's just kind of starting out in public health? Um, ask a lot of questions, um, listen, and really, really, really take some time to learn because it's very complicated. I mean, it's a very complex system. Um, there's a lot of um, funding streams and silos and arms of public health that don't always speak together and the more you can learn about them the more you'll be able to put together an understanding of that that how they function together and how they complement each other and understand how your role complements them 
Well, it sounds like you've um, definitely had a lot of experience connecting those dots in your work yeah. and um, hopefully continuing to mentor others to do that. So I really thank you for this time and sharing your perspectives. It's been very, very helpful. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us today with our leadership series. We hope you join in again uh, for a future session. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you tune in for the next episode of Share Public Health. Special thanks to our guests and to Katie Brandert, Brandon Grimm, Joy Harris, Roger Heilman, Janine Moody, Melissa Richland, Hannah Schultz, and Lori Wachner with the Midwestern Public Health Training Center. Theme music was composed and produced by Dave Hoeing and Roger Heilman. Funding for this webinar is provided by the Health Resources and Services Administration. Please see the podcast notes for an evaluation and transcripts.